With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey. What's up? Good morning, everyone. How you doing? It's your boy, Ryan Flowers, a.k.a. Clutch Sports Talk, and welcome to another edition of NFL Sunday Wake Up With Me. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, man. Hope you guys are doing okay. It's Sunday, so you know what that means. The show never stops on the Father's Day. It doesn't matter, and I know you guys want to hear what's going on in the NFL. We got a great show today. Uh, we got a guest early on in the morning. We're going to be talking about Chase Young and the Washington Commanders. There's some trade rumors about him swirling that he may be heading to the Steel City in Pittsburgh. I'll have my guest, uh, Sports PSP, a.k.a. Parnell, the host of the Commander's Demand uh, podcast. He'll be stopping by shortly. Also, I want to touch base on the Stefan Diggs debacle uh, or the stand-up that's happening between him and the front office and the coaching staff of the Buffalo Bills. Very funny, funny uh, events that happened this week that I have to kind of just dive in. Also, I want to stay kind of in the Northeast pocket there and talk about the New York Giants and Saquon Barkley and his decision to possibly hold out um, since, you know, mini camps have started or OTAs, he was not in attendance. So we'll dive into that. And finally, proven or unproven. I have four veteran quarterbacks um, that have kind of they're all in their different phases of their parts of their career right now. Some of them are proven and some of them are not. I'll dive into that and make sure if you're watching the stream live here on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe and, and follow, man. I appreciate it. I'm trying to make those trying to bump those numbers up here uh, on YouTube. So I appreciate that. But that was without further ado, man, does everyone sit back and relax and enjoy the show? This is Clutch Sports Talk. Wake up with me. Let's go. Welcome in, everyone. Hope you guys are doing all right. Happy Father's Day again. Um, it's it's early here on the West Coast for me. My house is still sleeping, so I guess when they wake up, I'll I'll get my little Father's Day card or whatever it is, what it is. But before I start the show, man, as you know, being a father is very important to me. Um, you know, it's the biggest job that I've ever had in my life. And those fathers out there that you know, um, you know what it's like. So I commend all you brothers out there. Um, that are doing what you're doing, uh, supporting your children, whether it's, you know, financially, um, being there emotionally, whatever it is, man, commend all the fathers out there, you know, a special shout out to my dad, um, who, who's been in my life, my whole entire life. So um, I got a lot, I got a big shoes to fill. So I'm hoping I'm doing that as well. And if, if you feel that way too, you know, give your dad a call after the show's done and let him know how much you care about him and you love him. So happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. We already got some comments 
Um, got my guy, Let's Talk Sports, with Richard Cole. He said, what up? Happy Father's Day. Uh, same to you, Richard. I uh, can't wait to be on your show in the next couple of weeks, man. Oh, excuse me, weeks. It'll be great. Um, we got Patrick. He said, happy Father's Day. My favorite NFL show to watch each week. Long live the grid. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Long live the grid. Uh, and with that said, um, I have one of our my teammates on the grid. Um, he is the host of two actually shows, right? He got um, uh, Sports PSP, and then he's also the creator and founder of Commanders the Man. He is a Washington Commanders fan. Um, and let me bring to the stage Mr. Parnell, a.k.a. Sports PSP. Let's get him in here. Let's see. Where are you at? There he is. What's up, brother? How you doing, Parnell? Good, man. Happy Father's Day, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for joining me early. Well, it's kind of late for you because you're kind of like on the East Coast. So it's almost it's like afternoon. 1107, but it's all right. Good. Right. It's almost afternoon for you. So I appreciate you. Just all that clapping, get that stuff out of the way. But other than that, um, thanks for stopping by, man. I wanted to bring you on because you are the commander's guy for our grid, for our for our network. And I know there's been some rumors swirling around um your boy Chase Young, you know, who was mm -hmm. drafted, you know, very high out of Ohio State several years ago. Um, and and for the most part, he he's shown flashes, of course. Um, but Pittsburgh is definitely interested. That's one of the rumors that are out there and perhaps and acquiring him via trade. Um, from what I understand, you know, they, the Steelers are very, very interested and they're figuring out, they're trying to figure out a way to maneuver this trade. Although being, you know, cause Chase Young has what I think he's owed, I think 11 million this year. Mm -hmm. And I believe this Pittsburgh Steelers only have about 16 million in cap space. So they're going to have to get really shifty, um, mm -hmm. if they're able to kind of pull off this trade. So, you know, and on top of that, they still got other guys on the defensive line that either need to get paid or are still pretty suitable. You got Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, right. uh, I believe Jonathan Allen. Um, all these are very, very highly drafted guys, very talented players. And it just seems like Chase Young might be the odd man out. So, Parnell, what are your thoughts, number one, on, on, on the Chase Young situation and, and where does he fit in the commander's organization? And as well, um, if you have any thoughts on the Pittsburgh deal. I would love to see Chase Young finish his career as a Washington commander. I think when healthy, he does make a difference for the team. Now, as you mentioned, we took care of Darren Payne with the contract. I'm glad that we still have him. We have to address Montez Sweat because he's entering free agency. But with Chase Young, the concern, however, is the durability part. When right. he's available and when he's out on the football field, he can produce. But and we also forgot the commanders, they didn't pick up his fifth year option. They did not. Right. So they feel like it's a make it or make it year. It's a prove it year for Chase Young. Now in Pittsburgh, he can definitely fit well with that defense. He could provide that type of presence. He can stop the run. He's a freakish athlete. So I think him and Mike Tomlin would definitely work. But Pittsburgh. We're not if you're Washington, we're not going to get any first round picks. Chase Young is not worth a first round pick, right. given his durability and the production. So what are we going to get if we're Washington? A second, a third, maybe a fifth for a Chase Young. And plus, you mentioned Pittsburgh has like, what, 16 million dollars left mm -hmm. in cap space. Mm -hmm. So um, he could definitely fit in for the Steelers. I would love to see him stay as a commander's fan. We definitely drafted him that high. We drafted him, I think, number two overall yep. back in 2020, right after uh, Joe Burrow. Yep. I just think if he's healthy, 
And if he can play, of course, the commanders, they're going to have to find a way to take care of him. But if he feels like he doesn't want to be with the commanders anymore, then I have no problem with trading him. And at least we got to get something in return. You can't lose someone like him for nothing. No, I agree. Um, you know, and like I said before, that your defensive front is is super talented. I mean, I think they can afford to lose him per se. Do you want to lose him? No, you don't. Um, and then I look at it from it from the Pittsburgh Steelers angle. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. On paper, he seems like he'd be great there. And if I'm the Pittsburgh Steelers, you have a guy like TJ Watt, who's also an amazing player on one end. He is. He also gets hurt a lot too. And so if you're thinking about bringing in another type of, let's say, quote unquote, franchise type of edge rusher who also has a history of being hurt. So now you're going to have two bookends that are always hurt. And that's a lot of dough to be investing um, in a team that, you know, I think a lot of people would say the Pittsburgh Steelers are not going to say Super Bowl contenders, but they're 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 a little bit above average, I would say. Um, and I feel like they maybe have some other areas that maybe they probably should address. Uh, so t- for me, I think he should stay in Washington. I think so. Um, but again, it, it all boils down to the new ownership, obviously with the commanders, you know, what's going to happen with that. Um, do they feel like they want to invest in a guy like that, considering that they still have uh, like three other really super talented um, guys that they're going to have to pay some of those guys too. And they may lose out on one of those guys, obviously. They will. Um, there's there's no right way to keep all those players. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. And but I feel like right now Chase Young only because of the injuries is the kind of the odd man out. Exactly. Um, so you know it, it, it's it's a very rough situation for him. Do you think? Are there any other? I know and I know you don't want to see him go. Um, but do you think there's anyone else out there that could realistically make a push for him at this point? I mean, there's Pittsburgh. I mean. I don't know any particular team. I would trade them to the AFC. I definitely yeah. want to keep him out of in the <laughs> NFC because yeah. we're going to have to deal with him for a long period of time. I don't know who. Who oh. is actually interested? Maybe the Patriots. Yeah. You know, so they could add some defense, yeah, although I like Matthew Judon. Uh, I love Matthew Judon. Well, and we got a comment here from Patrick. Patrick. Um, he's he's mentioning Detroit could possibly. Oh yeah, I forgot Detroit with Aiden Hutchinson and maximize your roster. So yeah, you know, not bad. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, he's, he's looks like he's coming on um, as a beast. You pair him on the other side, um, but again, I think I still think he f- he'll find a way to stay in Washington. I think they got to keep him. Um, you know, eleven million is a lot though for a guy that hasn't really played a full season since he's been in the national football league. But once right. he's on the field, it, there's no telling um, what he can do uh, once he's given that option. So uh, uh, Richard Cole says, uh, let's see, the commanders need to find a way to keep him. Some of his injury falls on the conditioning coach, coach as, as well. well. Okay. Interesting take on that. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know, some, some teams don't have a lot of injuries. You look at the Baltimore Ravens, but last couple of years, they've guys are just falling Left and right, um, yeah, some of that too is, and and, we, and I don't know Chase Young. I don't know what his off season regimen is. I don't know how, if he takes care of his body the way he probably should be. I would assume he does. You know, you would think so. Um, but then you got some guys that are, that are just injury prone, and he just might be one of those types of guys that you know it doesn't matter what he does. Um, but it is shocking though, Ryan, out- because again, he's from Ohio State. You know, and yep. what I've seen is a pattern of players like the Bolsa brothers, Joey and Nick. They've had yeah, their yep. injury. Too, yeah. 
and then with Chase Young. So is it like coincidence or? You know, that's a good point. I, yeah, you know what? And, you know, the same thing goes for those Alabama boys too. Nick Saban runs those guys into the ground. They play them a lot. They, they work them hard and then they get in the NFL and they're like, they just break down within a couple of years. Now, obviously there's some outliers out there, but it seems like Ohio State could be the next, you know, Justin Fields getting hurt. You know, right. I, I don't know. You know, so you're, that's a, that's an excellent point. And maybe Chase Young, um, I wouldn't say he's past his prime, but perhaps maybe he's got a lot. He's got a lot of uh, a wear and tear already on 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 him already. And the funny thing is that he didn't he sit out like the last couple games of his of his last year. I forgot what the story on him was. He only played like I think three games, and yeah, because because he got hurt. Didn't yes. he get hurt? I think, and then he just ended up sitting out the rest of the year. So right. I don't know, man. Um, if I'm the Commanders, you want to keep him, right. but. I don't think you can keep him at the end of the day, especially not at 11 million. Now, if he wants to restructure, that's one thing. Um, and, and it's sad because of the talent that he has and the know, upside and the upside is crazy, but those, those darn injuries, man, it just really, it really hampers um, your team, your but team. Here's and, the, but here's the concern for me, Brian, I'm sorry to cut you off, but no, no, good. if we didn't pick up his fifth year option and if he has, let's say hypothetically a great season, Right. Then we have to take care of him because, again, the Giants, they made the mistake with Daniel Jones. They didn't pick yeah. up his fifth-year option. Yeah. He had a solid good year last year, helped him get to the playoffs, win a playoff game, and then he was compensated. Right. So if we're Washington and if that situation, hypothetically, hypothetically, if that happens, how is that going to help us in cap space and stuff? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I think the commanders are probably just they're they're rolling the dice on this one. I think they probably feel, you know, listen, the guy hasn't played a full season yet for us. We have other guys in the barnyard there that can still get the job done and still be on the field. We're willing to to let to let him to walk if that's the case, or at least test the, the free agency market. Uh, and not to say that he doesn't get hurt again. And I don't wish that on anyone, obviously. Um, but there is a what's what's the word? There is a um there's another precedence, but there is a pattern that, yeah. that that he's following. He has not been healthy completely since he's been in the league. Um, and I think they're banking on that. Um, you know, so what well, well, it's gonna be an interesting situation. The Steelers on paper, it seems good, you know, right? When you know you, you, when you read the newspapers, you throw Chase Young's name in Google or you search it up, the Steelers pop up immediately. I I, I still I'm not a big fan of it again because of the injuries, only if the money wasn't what isn't what it is right now and if it's right. because it's over 10 million so that's a lot of money to be investing in a guy on top of that like i said, I said again you got the other guy on the other end tj Watt, who's a phenomenal pro bowler you know defense all defensive kind of guy defense um, player of the year but defensive player of the year thank you uh but also gets hurt so what if they're both hurt at the same time it's like you, you know you can't get it, it honestly it boils down to money for me when i think about this stuff the fans that watch you know nfl casually you know, they think it's, you know, Madden, the Madden ultimate team. That's great. Right. Mm -hmm. When you're playing video games, but in real life, right. <laughs> you know, these guys got to be on the field and if they're not on the field, man, it's like, what's the point. Right. So, but we'll have to wait and see what happens with him. Um, but hey, Parnell, man, appreciate you coming on, man, and talking a little bit of commanders. Um, once the season, well, once we get some, into some training camp stuff, we'll definitely have you back on so we can go full dive into the Washington Commanders and let everyone know, man, what's going on with you. Where can we find you at? Um, and anything else about your 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 world there? Oh yes, um, as you all know, folks, Commanders Demand, the newest episode, is it possible, comes out basically is just. Can Sam Howell be the future franchise quarterback for the Commanders or not? 
I'm, I'm still not sure about that. I've said on the show that they should tank the rest of the season and try to get Caleb Williams because, Ryan, you and I, we've had this oh, discussion. Yes. <laughs> they should make a splash. And yeah. I feel like with new ownership, it's just time to move on from the old regime and replace it with the new regime. And also go check me out, Sports PSP, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, yeah. um, several social media websites, you know, just continue, man. And I'll continue coming up with great content. I have the latest episode on John Morant with the suspension. So go check it out. All right, man. I appreciate you stopping by, man. That's Sports PSP, everybody. Have a good day, man. You too, man. Happy Father's Day again, man. Appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. All right. There he is, man. Uh, this guy, he he's all over the um, – uh, let me get my layout correct here because it's all off whack, but sorry, y'all. There we go. Uh, he 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 works a lot, man. This guy, he's on YouTube, TikTok. Um, if something happens in sports, about two seconds later, he's got a video out. So, you know, shout out to him. I uh, appreciate him coming on and make sure you guys check out his content. He's available on the grid as well. So make sure if you haven't already, head over to the grid network and subscribe, man. A lot of great content creators there, including my guy Parnell. Um, so, all right, we'll keep it rolling, man. Listen, um... okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, I don't know if you guys can hear that. That's my stupid Google Chromecast thing in the back, kind of like Alexa. But anyway, we're going to keep the show rolling. I want to talk about what's happening in Orchard Park with the Buffalo Bills and Stefan Diggs. Now, what a week it's been. Uh, like it, it kind of, it was a bizarre type of thing, you know, Bill's mini camp started obviously. And it was kind of a roller coaster of drama this week, you know, starting off with, with Stefan Diggs being absent from day one, um, from practice. And then coach McDermott coming out and saying, you know, you know, he, he's a little concerned and yada, yada, yada. So then the next day, um, he comes back, coach Sean McDermott comes back and tries to to, to put on a little damage control and kind of made it worse. Um, it, it would have been so basic if Sean McDermott just said, you know what, Stefan Diggs was excused, you know, for whatever team reasons uh, and left it at that. But because he opened up his mouth and spewed out some words, you know, the media don't be, they don't be messing around and they took that and they ran with it. But because he was like, Oh, I'm concerned. You know, we've had conversations, yada, yada, yada. He's not happy. We're kind of at a crossroads. I'm concerned. And then the next day you're like, oh, no, it's all good, man. We just sent him home. You know, we all needed a break. A break from what? Right? That means there's a problem. People don't separate because you feel good about a situation. You separate because there's an issue. Uh, and there definitely is an issue. Um, but McDermott, you know, throughout the week said, you know, the, the, the problems are resolved. You know, Stefan Diggs did eventually come back to minicamp a couple of days later. Uh, Josh Allen was was interviewed. You could tell he was kind of caught off guard and he didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Uh, so, you know, they, they 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 did not do themselves a favor in the eyes of the media. And then to make matters worse, Diggs takes to Twitter and I'm just reading what he said. He says, uh, I just I just be letting people cap. If them lies help you sleep better, tell them, big dog. 
So, uh, listen, man, I, I, I just the Bills they they, they bumbled it this week, and, and and my boy Barry Grant Jr. I don't know if he's watching it, I know, but he's got like a dummy of the week's uh, um, spot on his show, maybe for next week. The Bills need to be the dummy of the week or something because they totally bumbled this. Listen, there's no there's no big surprise that there's a problem with Stephon Diggs and the ownership or the leadership in in Buffalo, right? It was reported at first maybe he had problems with Ken Dorsey, the the second year offensive coordinator who's now on the hot seat now, obviously, um, because of the way how they finished last season. And you know, but then that's kind of been quelled a little bit. So there's there's but there's some type of problem. Stephon Diggs wants to be more involved in the offense somehow. I get it. Uh, but here's the here's the real brass tacks about this whole situation. Number one, Stefan Diggs, the Bills are not trading you. Okay, they're just not. They won't. And why would they? Okay, you're still on the contract. You need to show up and just play. And I know people will say, you know, don't don't say it, Ryan. Don't say shut up and play. Listen, in this case, he's got to shut up and play, man. Uh, you know, you, you the Bills are still a contending Super Bowl team. You have one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Your coach is pretty good other than what he did this week, you know, but everyone, you know, everyone makes mistakes. I get it. Right. Um, but they're not trading you. You're too important to the team. Right. You're the number one target for Josh Allen. And I know they've added some other pieces around the offense, but still, he's the guy there. OK. And honestly, Diggs just needs to grow up. You know, he's repeating the same p- pattern of behavior that got him out of Minnesota. He's kind of doing it now. Listen, I don't have a problem with guys being passionate and wanting to win. That, that I, I, I'm all about that. I'm all for you trying to better yourself and be and be winners, right? At the ultimate level in the National Football League, of course you want to win games, but you got to go about it a certain way, okay? Um, and he's not doing that. He's not doing that. And it seems like he's starting to whine a lot more and, and become unruly for no reason. You know, you're being paid. You're getting compensated pretty fairly, I would say. I don't have my the list up, but I would say he's probably one of the top highest paid receivers in the league now. And someone can fact check me if you can. Um, I would say at least top five. No, you can't be out of the top 10. Right. So you're being paid. I get it. You're coming up short. You're losing to the Chiefs. You're losing to the, the to the Bengals. Right. But. At the end of the day, you're still on a good team. You're not on a, you're not on a crappy team, okay? So, you know, and the Bills, they're going to have to really get a hold of him quickly or give him what he wants. Just cut him if that's the case. But I don't think they want to do that. I don't think they're there at that point yet. He still wants to play. He wants to win. He kind of reminds me a little bit um, of Des Bryant, but maybe not so much. Des Bryant wasn't as whiny as Stephon Diggs is. Des Bryant was just an ultimate competitor. Okay, uh, and he would get in your t- teammates' faces. He would, you know, whine. I would say whine on the sidelines, you know. But you can see, you can see the passion. Stephon Diggs sometimes comes off as just, a, just as like a ungrateful type of guy. And I don't know him personally, obviously. Um, but again, he's repeating some of the same behavior that he, you know, that he that he's shown back in Minnesota that got him out of there. So I, I don't know what's going to take for him and the Buffalo Bills to kind of get on the same ground. Uh, but there's definitely a rift there. We're going to see how this play, how this pans out uh, throughout the season, you know, and we haven't even started training camp yet. Can you imagine when training camp starts, what's going to happen? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, Richard Cole says digs winds uncontrollably. Oh, I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Patrick Brown says, I believe the dig situation is more of an internal issue, possibly with the Ken Dorsey play calling. You know what? That could be part of it. You know, again, Ken Dorsey's on the hot seat as well. He's definitely on the hot seat uh, as a, as a second year offensive coordinator. You know, you went from Brian Dable 
to Ken Dorsey. We'll see what happens there. Uh, Patrick Brown comes back and says Diggs is the seventh highest paid receiver for the, yeah, so he's in the top 10, man. I mean, is is he one of the, the top guys? Um, I mean, he could be. I mean, he'll say top five. You got Jettas, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Um, who else is out there off the top of my head? Uh, Cooper Cup when he's healthy. Um, Devontae Adams, of course, you know, he's us four. You could probably slide Stefan Diggs in there, right? Top five. Obviously, he's a talent. I'm not going to say he's not a talent, but sometimes, man, it ain't worth it with, with the ego and the attitude and things of that nature. So um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens with him uh, in Buffalo. So, all right, we'll keep it rolling here. Um, I want to I want to talk about uh, staying in the AFC or not AFC, kind of in the East in East Coast time, uh, the New York Giants, Saquon Barkley is reporting it's, it's reported that he may hold out he may hold out uh and and possibly not play for the Giants. now i don't think that's gonna completely happen and i think there's there's some give and take on this situation right i get it you know saquon barkley he has every right to hold out you know he's looking for a long-term contract um and i think he's trying to get that done by july 17th by the deadline um but the Giants does have the Giants do have some reservation, of course, as they should. Um, this year, I believe this year he's going to be earning just a little bit above ten million dollars under the franchise tag. But then that's why Saquon is looking to secure a more long term financial situation for him because you know he's he's older. He's what 20, 26 now, I believe, or so like that, and has and has had some several seasons ending with some injuries or has been affected by injuries, so he hasn't been on the field to play. So, yeah, my Google keeps going off. I'm going to have to unplug it for the next show, man. I don't know why it's doing that. But anyway, but thanks for pointing that out, Richard. Um, but, yeah, so the Giants, listen, they don't want to pay running backs. Let's just be real. Most NFL teams do not want to play, pay running backs. And I get it. It's a very archaic type of position now. It's being rooted out, I would say. You still need a running back, but you don't actually need a top-tier guy. Okay, so let's just listen to some of the stats that Saquon Barkley has put together in the last couple of years, you know, since 2019. So in, in 2019, he just barely made a thousand yards rushing. Okay. Um, and in the following season, he only played two games. So he was out. Uh, and then 2021 came back, hardly effective, only 593 yards uh, and two touchdowns, and only averaged 3.7 yards a game. That's nothing. OK, now comes back last year. And of course, he is the focal point of the offense. He rushed for over thirteen hundred yards, 10 touchdowns and had a four point four average yards per carry. So, of course, in his mind, he's like, hey, back up the Brinks truck because I, I performed for you guys. But if you look at his history and, you know, listen, I'm, I'm all for guys getting paid. I understand it for sure. But if you look at it from a business standpoint. The Giants have two, they have two decisions that they have to make. Number one, you pay the guy because he is your he is your offense. He's everything to the New York Giants. Okay. The second option is you don't pay him. You test the market. He walks. And who's your offense? So, but if you again, but if you pay him, he gets hurt, you're still screwed and you owe him money. So there's going to be some very unique negotiating tactics that are going to have to go down between the two parties, between Saquon uh, and the New York Giants. You know, I, I personally, this is my personal opinion, and 
It's no shot at Saquon. It's no shot at any running back in the National Football League. But let's just be real. You don't need a, a top-tier running back to win a National Football League to win a Super Bowl. You don't. I can't even name the last team that had, and, and quote me if I'm wrong. You guys let me know. Keep me honest in the comment section. What was the last team that had a, like, a, a, a legit guy at the running back position? Like a, like an Adrian Peterson type of guy. I can't think about it. You looked at uh, the, the the Chiefs last year. I always bring them up. Isaiah Pacheco. I get it. You know, the, the guys like him don't come around often, but listen, they did it without him. Okay. Uh, the year before that, the Rams, who was their running back? They had a plethora of guys coming in and out. Okay. Um, the year before that, again, the Chiefs, right? You know, Leonard Fournette was part of the Buccaneers team that won it a couple years ago. So you don't need a top-tier running back to win these games, especially if you have a balanced team. Now, again, this is the caveat. The Giants are not that balanced. You have a, I would say, a average to below-average wide receiving core. Your quarterback got paid a lot of money. And people say, well, Daniel Jones got paid. Why can't the running back? Well, you know, let's just be honest. Quarterbacks are more valuable to, to a team than than a, than a running back. But in this case, it's a little slightly different because it seems like Saquon Barkley is valued a little bit more, but do they want to give him that money? That's the problem. Uh, so can the Giants win without him? I don't know. I, I have no idea if they can. I don't think they can, but do they want to get hampered financially? Now, running backs, man, listen, that's a tough gig. If you have young sons or young, young men that want to play in the National Football League or you know have aspirations of playing football, Listen, as a, as a coach of football, don't let them play running back. I'm, I'm being honest here. Have them be a wide receiver, quarterback, DN, or a tackle. Those guys, those positions alone get paid. Running backs, this is not 1995 anymore, 1990, when you have running backs that run the team, right? I was just, uh, I had a conversation with Richard Cole the other day. We were talking about this, um, you know. It, 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 you don't need those running backs anymore, unfortunately. And and if you're a running back and you're in high school right now and you're listening to me or however you get this show, change positions today. <laughs> do not be a running back. Okay. I get it. I mean, listen, you can do what you want to do, but if you want to get paid and you want to run into situations like this, unless you play for the Cowboys, Jerry Jones will pay you. You'll run into this problem. Be, be any other position than a running back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Patrick says, uh, from reports as today, contract requests are reasonable. Todd Gurley had two good seasons and got hurt before the Super Bowl. Um, after afterwards was the same guy. It wasn't the same guy. Oh, oh yeah. Look, and Todd Gurley is still, I want to say 28, 29. It, it, again, fact check me. He's still a young guy. But look, the NFL ravaged him, right? After he, you know, he, he hurt his knee, you know, he had really two good years in LA. And then, you know, the guy, he's he's nowhere to be found. Right. Uh, Richard Cole says the day of smash, the smash mouth are over running backs today need to be more of a receiver flanker type. Oh, absolutely. And one of my good friends, um, um, we were t we always talk about this Reggie Bush. If Reggie Bush was in his prime today, 
he would be arguably one of the best running backs in the National Football League. He was ahead of his time coming out of USC. You know, he was he came into the league when they were kind of just starting to really transition. A lot of the teams having running backs that can catch out of the backfield. You know, Marshall Falk was a trailblazer in its own right. Um, and people forget about him because, you know, he could catch. Uh, but guys like that, if they played today, they would be highly valued like Christian McCaffrey, guys like that. But And Saquon can catch too. But at the end of the day, you just don't pay running backs because, you know, after two, three seasons, it, it, it kind of sucks for them. Because here's the thing. Their rookie year, you know, everyone, you know, they're getting the ball out. They're running. They're running. Second year, they get the ball even more. And after that second year, most teams are kind of like, well, uh, I don't know, man. You got a lot of carries on you. You know, you got a lot of touches. Do we want to commit financially to that? And, and that's a that's a bit of a problem, right? If you think about it in the grand scheme of things, and therefore you get what you get. Uh, let's see. Patrick says, Gurley's knees issue reared his ugly head, and he never bounced back, even though he had a prior ACL tear in college. The wear and tear, yeah, it, it definitely it definitely ended his career shortly. Um, and, and someone checked for me if he's under 30. I want to say he's like 28, 29, if that. Um, and Saquon is what 20, 26, 26. And it seems like he's been in the league forever. All right. So I don't know. I, I guess if I'm being a prudent GM, if I'm putting my GM thinking cap on, we got to, we got, there's two ways I'm looking at it. We got to find a way to maybe come and meet in the middle, right? Maybe have some incentive base options within the salary. Um, but we can't just give you a boatload of money, man, because, again, in the last couple seasons he had, other than last year, he has not proven to be healthy enough to stay on the field. And, and that's a bit of an issue. If you can't play, why are we paying you that much money? And I get it. He's important to the team. I won't deny that. He is the most important player on that team outside of Daniel Jones. OK, so. Uh, we'll have to see what happens. And finally, the last one on the comment on this one, Zeke got the richest contract in, in 2019. Uh, we all were like, um, get it while you can. But at the same time, our offense transitioned to a pass first as we witnessed Zeke's yard per carry. Yeah, it's a passing league. <laughs> the football is a passing league. And you, you're seeing it from the ground level, all from, from, from middle school through high school. Putting the ball in the air is important. It's vital. OK, and running the football, it, although it is a part of football and it's, it's still important, you got to be able to run the football every now and then. But it doesn't have the same onus as it once did many, many years ago. So we'll leave it at that. OK, last topic before we get out of here today, I want to talk about some quarterbacks and I want to let you know, let me know what you guys think in the comment section, what your thoughts are. So we have proven or unproven quarterback edition. Okay, so I got four quarterbacks I'm going to break down, and we'll talk about it. Um, and I'm going to tell you if I think they're proven or unproven. You guys let me know what you think in the comment section live or if you're watching this video later on. So the first guy I want to start is in uh, is in Miami, South Beach, Tua. Now, he's been in the league, what, I think, what, three, going into his fourth season now. Last year, it started great. He was on a trajectory to be, you know, one of the top quarterbacks from a stat, well, a statistical standpoint. And then it all kind of got derailed with, you know, the multiple concussions, things of that nature. However, though, prior to that, it wasn't always roses and rainbows. You know, we saw him get pulled several times during games, during the Brian Flores uh, regime and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick was inserted. Um, so it always hasn't been perfect for him. 
Tua to me is kind of right there in the middle. We see glimpses of it if he can stay healthy. Okay. Now there's been reports, you know, back in the day, he wasn't ready to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. There, he did not understand how to run a two-minute offense towards the end of halves or toward the end of games. That's why Ryan Fitzpatrick had to be inserted in those particular situations. Not because Ryan Fitzpatrick was more more talented than Tua. He just didn't have the mind for the game, not, not, not the maturity. And you can even go, you know, don't even quote me on this, but you can go read it. Tua has acknowledged the fact that he wasn't mature enough, okay, to handle some of the, the, the tasks that were being asked of him as an NFL, as a starting NFL quarterback. Now, I'm not going to, we do this a lot. Guys have one good year or have a, a good little stretch, and we're, and they do this a lot in the NBA. They always try to make guys bigger than what they are, right? And the NBA is perfect at doing this, right? In the NFL, it's it's a lot different. And for me, Tua is unproven, okay? Now, Miami fans might hate me for it, but it is what it is. If you if we're keeping it real, if we're keeping it a buck, and yes, I am a Cowboys fan, and yes, I'm commenting on other teams' uh, um, players, and, and and I get this in the comments all the section comment section all the time. Like it's an NFL show. I'm talking about other NFL teams, people. So relax or don't watch. Simple as that. So doesn't I don't think that Tua sucks, but he still hasn't proven himself yet enough. I got to see it for a long duration it ain't about just a quick little glimpse because anyone could look good right for a short amount of time is for an extended amount of time that's what's going to tell me if he could if he has what it takes to be sustainable in the national football league now i get it you know injuries are going to be a big thing for him because he could be one concussion away from never ever playing again unfortunately and i don't wish that upon him i hope Tua could bounce back and go through the season um, and, and be injury-free as far as concussions are concerned, right? You don't want to see that because he was having such a great year. And you look at that roster around them in Miami, man. Uh, it's 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 a track meet, you know? <laughs> they got all kind of guys over there. So, again, Tua, to me, unproven. I got to see a little bit more from him. All right, the next guy. Some of you might disagree with what I'm going to say about him. We'll see, right? Kyler Murray out here in, out here in, in the desert in Arizona. Uh, number one overall pick a couple years ago by Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals. Now Cliff is gone. New head coach steps in. Kyler's hurt all the time. It seems like I'll say this though about Kyler. Now uh, we'll, we'll start with the positives. Okay. He came into a franchise that needed quarterback help immediately. You know, the Cardinals had taken uh, Josh Rosen the year before very high. Didn't work out. They shipped it out, shipped him gone or he's all, he's out of here. Uh, and well, God knows where Josh Rosen is. I don't know where he's at anymore. Kyler comes in instantly. Is a star. Is a star. Okay. He he at one point probably one of the top quarterbacks in the league, given his you know diminutive size. Um, and then all of a sudden, things just started to derail. You know, contract situation came came up. Cardinals put in this the silly clause, not a silly clause, but they they made it public that you know, in the clause and the contract that he had to, um, you know, watch a certain amount of film. Okay. Now from a physical standpoint, you know, ruling out his size, Colin Murray's pretty good, right? Good arm, pretty accurate, mobile, you know, uh, negative side is not a great leader, ha has a little entitlement to him. Obviously, you know, when you're, when you're a top flight athlete, uh, remember he's a, he's a top athlete in two sports, baseball and football. Heisman winner, 
you know, you get a little bit of, of that entitlement, not willing to work hard enough. Um, and that's kind of where he's at. He's at a crossroads right now in his career. Um, but he's going to be battling back from a severe knee injury that may limit his mobility. And that's part of what makes him great. But I'll go out on a limb and say that he is a proven quarterback in the National Football League. He's won for, for a period of time, at least, you know, he's won more than he's lost in, 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 in the NFL, I would say. Um, I'm not sure of his record, but I'm just saying from a standpoint of, of playing the quarterback position, he's a game changer. Um, and, and I'll go on a limb and say he's proven. But, however, though, there's an asterisk. I still need to see a little bit more from him, especially the way he bounced back off this knee injury. This is going to say a lot about him. And this quick, this, this easy proven can, can quickly be turned to an unproven. But for the sake of argument, uh, I'm going to say Kyler Murray is proven. Let me know what you guys think. Um, so we got uh, Patrick says Tua is unproven. Uh, Richard says two is unproven. And then Richard comes back and says, Kyler is unproven. So, you know, I mean, because I get the argument for, for Kyler being unproven. Uh, he, he still has some left to prove, but I think he's done a little bit more so much than what Tua has been able to do. Uh, you know, Kyler came on the league, came onto the scene. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And really lit it up for the Cardinals. I mean, they were, in, they were what, one of the top teams in the NFC, you know, while he was there. Um, before he got hurt. So we'll have to wait and see. All right. Another guy. This one could be easier. Some people, it could be straightforward. Geno Smith, Seattle. Now, Geno's been around for a while. He's been around for quite some time, drafted by the Jets. They kind of ruined his career a little bit. He heads to the Pacific Northwest, kind of waits it out. Russell Wilson leaves, enter Geno Smith, balls out, has the best year of his whole entire career. They give him the bag. The rest is history. This one's, this one's pretty simple to me. I think he's still unproven. Although he's been in the league, God knows, I don't know, seven, eight years. It seems like he's been around for a while. He's still unproven as a starting quarterback in the National Football League because we only got a, we only got one season of him. Now, if he comes back and, and produces in the same fashion that he had this last season, then maybe we can change that over. But again, it's not the NBA. I'm not going to just crown guys just because they have one solid year. You're going to have to show me again consistently, you know, and Seattle to me, they, they can be in the running for winning that division, uh, the NFC West for sure. And now people are, Oh my God, really? The Niners, Niners are good, but Seattle is not that far off as well. So it's going to boil down to Geno Smith and what he can do. So to me, this one was pretty quick. Um, Again, phenomenal season by Geno Smith, but we got to see a little bit more uh, for him. Um, And Richard Cole says he thinks he's proven. So me and Richard, well, you know, we're, we're at odds on some of these players, so we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but I like Geno. I like Seattle. But you, you got to give me one more year, man. You got to give me one more year as a starter, and then I can maybe formulate a better opinion about you. Um, but right now, I got to go. I got to go with uh, with unproven. And then Patrick says, uh, Kyler Murray, unproven, in my humble opinion, starts hot, finishes ice cold. You know, and, and that's fair. 
and that's fair. I, I and I and I appreciate that. Uh, he said, "Oh, Patrick also thinks he's proven system fits Geno skill set. Plus, we got to see the real Seattle offense under Geno versus Russell." Hmm. So, all right, hey, but hey, that's what the comment section for is is for. Excuse me. Uh, I still think he's unproven. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. That's what we got the season for uh, next season. So we'll see. All right. The final guy, I think this, to me, to me, this one is an easy one too. Derek Carr. Listen, you know, he got, he got ousted out of, out of here in Las Vegas as a Raider. He took a lot of blame. I'm not saying he's perfect. Okay. I'm not saying he was a world beater at quarterback, but when you play for the Raiders, the Raiders, the Cowboys, Yankees, the Lakers, these are very polarizing sports franchises right you get a lot of hate you get a lot of love depending on you know what side of the fence you are or the side of the train tracks you're on and the raiders have not been a model franchise a lot of turmoil a lot of turnover coaching wise um the owner you know is is the son of a hall of famer al davis a legendary owner um you know they had all these issues you know last couple years with the coach john rudin you know, the, the racial epithies and the slurs and all the emails, yada, yada, yada. You have the, the Henry Rugg scenario, the Damon Arnett, all these things that are outside of football, right? But somehow, some way, Derek Carr shoulders the blame when the Raiders lose. Now, the head coach gets a lot of blame too now. But listen, Derek, Derek Carr is a pro. He, he, he never complains. He shows up, always says the right thing when he comes to the mic. In my opinion, this is a no-brainer. Derek Carr is a proven quarterback. He's a proven commodity in the, in the league. Now, it, it, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Joe, Joe Burrow. He's not, you know, a lot of these other guys that we, we we hold in high esteem, right? But he's a good quarterback. And any team that would have him would be blessed to have him. And to me, this one was simple again. He's a proven quarterback. Again, he is he perfect? No, he's not perfect. I get it. He's not perfect. But listen. He's better than a lot of some of your team's quarterback right now. And I maybe didn't like the fit, maybe new with New Orleans. Maybe he saw something there. Um, but for sure, Derek Carr is a proven quarterback in the National Football League. So there you have it. I mean, listen, he he went through like 500 coaches in Oakland and uh, in, in Las Vegas. You know, had to start early on in his career there. You know, big shoes to fill. You know, when you go into that organization, whether you like the Raiders or not. That's a that's a top team when it comes to you know the with them being in the media and their fan base for sure. Uh, and Patrick, well, we are, we finally agree on one here. He says uh, proven by fault due to changing of head coaches, coordinators, internal issues, and was the voice of reason. He was the one guy who kept that team afloat through all the BS. Absolutely, you know he he was the only steady factor in that locker room during the tumultuous times that the Raiders have had the last couple seasons. Um, and, and the way they kind of benched him, it was just, it was kind of whack, man. And I'm glad he got out of that situation because they don't, Raider fans don't deserve him. They don't. And they're going to find out quickly. Uh, Jimmy G probably won't even play the whole year. So we'll, we'll see how that goes, but appreciate you guys commenting, man. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see what happens, but, but the, there you have it. We got Tua for me, unproven Kyler proven. Gino unproven and Derek Carr proven. So that's it. And you hear that music in the back? That means I got to roll, man. I, I got to enjoy the rest of this Sunday, man. But I appreciate you guys 
stopping by in the comment section shout out to everyone in the comment section man keeping it lit for me i appreciate you guys again happy father's day to all the dads out there man um it ain't easy but somebody's got to do it uh and dads this is our day man let's represent um love your children and um that's it so i'll be back next week sunday same time same channel on the grid network also check me out on my youtube page as well um be on the lookout for some tiktoks that's coming out this week other than that man that's all i got so again appreciate you guys for watching and those that'll be listening thank you as well until next time like i always say this is clutch sports talk nfl sunday wake up with me ryan flowers never settle when the work is done let's go i'm out (laughs) peace NFL Sunday Wake Up presented by The Grid. The future is sports media content. Let everybody hear it. Let's go. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.